Hello, August. That last flicker of fun and heat as summer winds down. It's the perfect time to appreciate the warm weather with a walk, a run, or a bike ride. Welcome to Henrico Happenings. I'm Kristen Smith. And I'm Victoria Davis. Today we're talking all things transportation. I think everybody's fun topic, right? Especially bike lanes, sidewalks, trails. And the person here to talk about all of that is Terrell Hughes, our Director of Public Works, is here to share what the county is doing to make it easier to move around in our community. Terrell, thanks for joining us today. And I know the Public Works uh, is extremely busy during this time. So give us an overview of what kind of transportation projects are underway right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. I'm, this is uh, excited to talk about transportation always. Um, so really, we've got a lot of projects underway. So we're, we're you've caught us in a very good time uh, from a transportation funding standpoint, uh, whether that be at the federal level, the state level, or just locally. Um, so that has put us in a good position to have a lot of projects underway. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to talk more detail, but, you know, we've got over 100 projects that are well underway. A lot of those projects are sidewalk related. Uh, a lot of those projects are adding bike trails, facilities. So a lot of things that we historically haven't done in Henrico, we're, we're going in and we're, we're putting those in. Um, and then transit. Transit's also been a big focus for us, especially this last year. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's a lot of exciting things going on in, uh, in the world of transportation here in Henrico County. And, you know, traditionally when you talk transportation, you're thinking cars, buses, that sort of thing. But in this case, sidewalks. You mentioned a lot of the projects mm -hmm. are sidewalk related. And that seems to be something we hear from residents about a lot. They would like to see more sidewalks. Mm -hmm. And we know Rome wasn't built in a day. Henrico <laughs> won't be sidewalked in a day or even a year. Um, talk about how you're addressing the needs for more pedestrian-friendly um, sidewalks. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're, we're, I'll say we're being uh, very aggressive, uh, very aggressive in, in trying to address sidewalk. Um, so uh, Henrico, we've maintained our own roads since the 1930s. Um, we're one of two counties in the state of Virginia that, that maintain a lot of our secondary roads. So we still have, but we do still have some roads that are maintained by VDOT. So, um, so we probably here. I'll, I'll kind of talk two buckets. Sometimes we work with VDOT. Sometimes they're county-led projects. Um, it's very unique to Henrico, um, us in Arlington, as far as counties that do that. Um, but that gives us a lot of leeway within our own roads. So roads like Laburnum and Parham or Henrico County facilities. You know, we're we're very aggressive with adding sidewalk and and retrofitting uh, sidewalk to facilities like that. And then we're also in heavy partnership with the state, like uh, VDOT on roads like Nine Mile Road, Williamsburg Road, Broad Street. Broad Street. <laughs> and that, you know, so those are some heavy emphasis areas of, of sidewalk. Uh, so that is a large piece of our portfolio. Um, you know, when the county developed it, a lot of it was uh, suburban. And the thought was, hey, we don't need sidewalk. You know, we have cars. Um, we're not the city. We don't need sidewalk. So that was kind of the sentiments as, uh, and as time has gone on, people are starting to want to walk. Uh, we're, we're seeing, um, it's also a mode of transportation for people. So, so we're trying to accommodate that. Uh, we get a lot of requests. I, I'd say that is by far our number one request that we get in um, to Public Works, just, you know, hey, I want sidewalk. Um, or how come you don't have sidewalk from here to here? Right. And, um, you know, just want everybody to know, we, we do hear you. Right. Um, we're, we're, we, we're very aware of it. 
And uh, we have a very long list of sidewalk projects that are actively in development to to try to address those needs. And I, I, that's a good point you said. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's going to take years to uh, to get there. But um, you know, we're 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 taking a di- a big bite out of it uh, every year with the amount of sidewalk that we're able to build. So talk a little bit about, I know when you said the roads that are operated by the county versus VDOT, mm-hmm. I know sometimes the county is responsible for funding, but then VDOT is responsible for construction and um, the design of that road. Talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that. Oh, yeah. So funding, funding, we could probably speak for hours about funding. Right. Um, but uh, it, we've, because we maintain our own roads, I think a lot of times, uh, you kind of can you can get caught up in hey this is a VDOT road this is a Henrico County road they're all Henrico County roads Man. it's just sometimes it's us to that maintain them and sometimes it's VDOT that maintains them so when we talk about initiating a sidewalk project or initiating a project uh, the county has to take that initiative to to really find the funding um, there are state funding programs that we pursue funding for there's federal funding sources that we pursue funding for. And there's a lot of, I guess, strategy that has to go in. Is this road a good fit for this program or is this road a good fit for that program? So we try to put our best candidate roads forward, whether it's a Henrico County maintained facility Mm -hmm. or a VDOT maintained facility. And, um, you know, really, it doesn't matter if you live in Henrico County and you're walking on Broad Street. You don't care if if that's VDOT maintained or Henrico County. You just want sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. So we're actively working on getting funding for those projects. Uh, we've got a number of stretches of Broad Street that are funded, um, and they're in just various phases. Um, same thing with Nine Mile Road or Williamsburg Road. Uh, big stretches, and there's still some stretches that don't have funding. So those are stretches that we're still pursuing funding. So a large uh, portion of our current grant applications are to try to fill in sidewalk on roads like that as well. So, um, so when it comes to our transportation team, and where we're developing projects, we don't get it. We don't get as caught up in well, that's a VDOT road, or that's a Henrico right. County road. Um, now, however, the the road does sometimes dictate whether it's eligible for one funding source or another. Um, so, a road with like Broad Street is a higher functioning road. That's going to be that's going to compete better at a statewide or a national level than a smaller road would. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know, we'll hopefully be able to aggressively get funding for Broad Street a lot faster because there's transit usage, because there's a lot more people walking. And then, un- unfortunately, there, there are safety issues as well. So um, we're aware of that. And, um, you know, we're when we try to prioritize our lists of where we go after funding, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter whether it's a Henrico Road. We're, we're just trying to improve safety and, and provide accommodations for our residents. Can you talk about, you know, there's there's a a number of people out there who say, oh my gosh, I can't believe it costs that much to do that short of a span of sidewalk. I just paved my driveway and it only costs this. It's more elaborate than just pouring cement down on a roadway. Talk about the process. I mean, it has to be ADA compliant, might have to, what, narrow the road or widen the the area where the sidewalk goes Mm -hmm. in. There's a lot that goes into it. Oh yeah, yeah, believe it or not, a sidewalk project a lot of times for us can be a road project. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? I mean, it's more than just, like you said, it's more than just laying, you know, leveling the dirt and laying some concrete down. A lot of times when we're, when we're putting a sidewalk in, we don't own the land. That, that's usually the first, the biggest the issue, biggest the biggest challenge, yeah. So we, we own only a portion of land where that road is. And, you know, 
for, you know, over the years, that right-of-way has been dedicated to other things, like maybe we've added additional lanes. So like Broad Street, for example, it wasn't always six lanes wide. You know, at one point it was two lanes, then it went to four or six. So, you know, over time, you've kind of eaten into the public right-of-way that, that, that uh, you know, we have to work with. So that's first and foremost. That's the first thing that usually we have to deal with is we have to work with property owners to purchase rights to the property, whether, whether that we purchase it outright or whether we operate in an easement where it's still theirs, but we have the ability to put a sidewalk in. Mm-hmm. The, other, the other item is we also share that space with utility companies. So, you know, Dominion Power, you know, very important. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure everyone likes electricity, but, you know, they, in order to provide service, the, the fastest way for them to provide service a lot of times was to operate along those right-of-way, those public right-of-way corridors. So they're alongside the road as well as, as you know, also, you know, our cable companies, internet, telephone, uh, they also operate in that space. So in order to get into that space, we have to move them a little further out which, once again, requires coordination with them, and it also uh, requires coordination with the, uh, you know, whoever owns the property. And um, when you're starting to talk cost, you know, a commercial quarter, commercial land is valuable. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're paying that premium when you get along a, a quarter like Broad Street, and you're just working, you're working with corporate entities, so there's a time factor there. And then... Um, you know, that, so really, I would say that's probably one of the most complex pieces. But then, you know, we have other roads that uh, I'll just use. Let me use an example. Um, well, if you have like a two-lane road that that has ditches, for yeah. example, uh, in order to put sidewalk on that road, you either have to locate it way on the other side of the ditch, which once again you're getting into land, or a lot of times you'll find out it's actually cheaper to redo the ditch drainage structure. So we're almost rebuilding the road, getting it getting the water to drain into a curb and gutter system as opposed to a ditch section. So, you know, what does that mean? That means you're spending a lot more money for the roads so, so, or for the sidewalk. It's because you're also doing road improvements. So, um, you know, this year costs have gone up and we're, you know, you, you know, I, I'll just say it, you know, we're, we're seeing sidewalk, it can cost as much as six to $7 million a mile. Um, you know, if, if you don't have as many property owners to coordinate with, if you don't have as many utilities to relocate, if you don't have to rebuild the road, it's it's going to come in cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, it's a little bit more complicated than just <laughs> paving paving your driveway. Um, you know, fortunately, when you pave your driveway or, or put a sidewalk in, you're the only property you, you have to deal with, <laughs> right. and and you're doing something that you want to do. Um, and that's not always the case when we work with property owners. Right. Um, you know, they they have other ideas, and you understand. You know, if we're if we're impacting their parking areas or, you know, impacting the way their customers are going to interface with their business, for example. Or if you're a private property owner and we're, we're getting into your landscaping mm. or your fences. So these are things that we have to work through in order for us to come to an agreement. And sometimes it takes time and money to, to get there. So, yeah, yeah good question. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about bike lanes and pedestrian trails. Bike lanes. Okay, so... I'll just start off by plugging. So the, the, we're excited that we're in the process of updating the county's comprehensive plan or our planning department's leading that effort. Um, a good, well, typically there is a transportation component in there. We have our major thoroughfare plan, which kind of looks at maybe where future roads need to be in the future. So as development occurs, we're reserving land for roads. And for the first time, this next update of the comprehensive plan is going to include the county bike plan. 
So we've never wow, had one before. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we're we're actually looking at including, well, it's already gone out for some public outreach in the spring, and there'll be other opportunities for feedback. We're currently compiling those comments. But essentially, it's a comprehensive map or a plan that we're hoping, you know, over the next 20 years to start implementing a, a bike network. So you'll probably notice, you know, we've already started striping bike lanes in certain places, like we just redid Church Road. Uh, a road that we actually just recently did a couple weeks ago is Hickory Bend Drive out near Twin Hickory. Mm-hmm. So as we resurface some of our roads, we're finding out that we have enough capacity where we can actually reduce some of the lanes, provide a, a center left turn lane, and then stripe bike lanes as part of the process. And when we when we it's it's cheap to do that because we're already paving for the pavement, and we're we were going to have to put some stripe you know some striping down or pavement markings down anyways. So. Might as well add, might as well add might as well add the bike lanes while we can. So, so, uh, so that's kind of what the intent of the comprehensive bike plan is: is to identify places where we can restripe bike lanes. Where do we need to add trails? And then, really, the big picture is how do we connect it all together? Right. Because people are probably, you know, you see little stretches of sidewalk or little stretches of trail, and you're like, well, that's cool, but I can't really go anywhere. Um, we just want to let everybody know there's a bigger picture uh, in mind, and you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, but we are working towards bike connectivity, and that is something that, you know, it's not requested as much as sidewalk, yeah. but we do get a lot of requests for, hey, I want to be able to bike to work. Um, you know, that that's actually a thing. People yeah. want to bike to work. They have a car, but they want to be active. Mm-hmm. They want to use other f- modes of transportation. Or, you know, maybe you're a family and you have children, and, you know, biking on the road's not super appealing. Right. I, I can understand that. And you're looking for a trail or an you know a designated bike lane where where you and your family can ride. So those are some things that we're hoping to accomplish with with this bike plan, uh, both people who want to use it as a mode of transportation and to accommodate people who want to use it as a mode of recreation. Um, and the other thing I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, we're currently working on with VDOT and other localities on the Fall Line Trail. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of our big, big, project. big projects. Yeah. So it's, you know, over 40 mile trail that's going to stretch from Ashland to Petersburg. Uh, and it's, you know, when it's done. And Henrico has about seven miles of that trail. And we are, you know, we're, we're pushing to try to be, you know, one of the first localities to have our stretch done. Right. Um, you know, VDOT's working on a stretch in Hanover. We're hoping the timing mm-hmm. kind of comes in pretty good. So you'll be able to go from Ashland all the way through Henrico. Um, that'll be a pretty nice trail. We're, we're hoping that draws in tourists, but we're also hoping that it's, you know, very useful uh, trail for our Henrico residents to yeah. enjoy. So that's that's one of our exciting projects and initiatives. And then off of that, with our bike plan, we're trying to find ways so that we can connect spur trails to it. So maybe you don't live right along that corridor, but maybe you live on a spur trail. Mm-hmm. So you'll ride two or three miles to get to the fall line trail. And, you know, I th- we think that'll be a cool, cool opportunity for people, both recreationally and, you know, if you want to use it as a commuter route. Yeah, yeah. that sounds phenomenal. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch that come together because I know that's that's not something that's going to be done next year either for any of the localities involved in that trail. But just like the Capitol Trail is so popular, yeah. I'm sure the Fall Line Trail will be, too. Yeah, it's progressing along. I mean, I think I think, you know, we're we're trying to look at, you know, 2025 timeline to have a lot of things online. Um, you know, we're, we're working with prop. I mean, same kind of thing that I mentioned with sidewalk. We're working with property owners. We're getting our designs in. Uh, the great news, though, is funding's in place. Um, so, That's so these the big projects, one. <laughs> yeah. So these projects are happening. They're real. Okay, so we've talked about walking around the county. We've talked about cycling. Let's talk about buses for 
a minute. Okay. Um, you know, a few years back, they expanded bus transportation in Henrico County. Mm-hmm. We're out in Short Pump now. A lot of people talking about they would like to see bus shelters. They would like to see bus bench, you know, benches at the bus stops. They'd like to see better accommodations at some of these more recent stops. Mm-hmm. What are what plans are in place to do that? Yeah. So um, for those that want bus shelters and benches, I'll say me too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I you know I I, I want to see that as well. So uh, we do have a very um, not to use the word aggressive too often, but there there is a very uh, detailed plan. We we have plans. We have funding set aside to put what I'll call bus amenities in place. Um, so th- we've been working with GRTC. Um, and let me back up real quick. We now have board representation on GRTC. Mm-hmm. So Henrico yeah. County um, is a very large contributor to GRTC funding. Um, there's a regional authority where we get some transportation funds that handle local uh, a lot of our local initiatives. That's what's helping fund sidewalk. It'll help fund bus shelters. It'll help fund a lot of things. Uh, a portion of that regional entity, that funding goes directly to GRTC. Uh, so Henrico County residents and businesses are, are helping contribute to that. Uh, so two of our board members, uh, board of supervisors, are, are currently now on the GRTC board. It's mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Nelson out in Verona, Mr. Schmidt, Brooklyn District representative. And then we also have uh, one of our own in public works, Todd Yor. He also serves on that GRTC board. So we have representation on the GRTC board. And we also have close working relationships with GRTC where we're working with them. They understand our needs. Right. So... But um, so that that's that's not an issue. I think what we're currently working through now with the bus shelters um, is just we were getting an approval. So uh, like for Broad Street, for example, we had to get approval for our bus shelter. So that's now been approved. So now we're currently in the process of, of obtaining easements, figuring out where these shelters can locate. So there'll be a little bit of there's a little planning effort that has to happen to to, I guess, obtain rights to put these shelters in. But, um, you know, excited to announce we do have funding. There's county funding set up for bus shelters, uh, over a million dollars. We just recently heard uh, uh, Congresswoman Spanberger actually uh, helped us obtain over a million dollars as well for for bus shelters throughout the county. And we have a number of quarters that we've identified that we're going to prioritize. You know, we've got hundreds of bus shelters in the county, a very low percentage, and we're very very well aware, a very low percentage of them actually have an amenity. but you know we're we're hoping that this funding will take a you know very big dent out of you know I'll just say quarters like Broad Street, mm-hmm. I mean honestly Williamsburg Road, Nine Mile, Laburnum, Parham. We're hoping to add bus accommodations to these facilities. Um, you know a lot of these accommodations are going to be shelters. So you know if it's raining or if it's just sunny and hot outside, it'll provide some shade for people. And then another amenity that we're looking to provide with these shelters are trash cans. Mm-hmm. Um, so just something as basic as a trash can um, so that people can throw in. I think this will help address some of the issues that, that you know, we're seeing around the county. You know, just being candid, you know, we, we are aware of the shopping cart issue. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of times people are actually using these shopping carts as benches. They, they roll the shopping cart, they turn it to the side, and that's, that's what they used to sit on. So we're hoping, um, you know, a lot of our high-priority areas that, that we're going to locate shelters will be able to replace the shopping cart as the bench, and we'll now have a shelter. And then areas where you're seeing trash, we're hoping to provide trash receptacles so that the trash can go in those, you know, in the right place. Right, right. Um, and we're hoping that that will 
will address, you know, a lot of the needs that, uh, you know, people are noticing around the community. But, yeah, we're very well aware of, of uh, the need for transit accommodations, and, and that's something that we're, we're very actively working on addressing. Tell them it's all a process, right? It is. <laughs> yeah. I was saying trust the process. Right. Trust the yes. process. Yeah. So it's it's all in the works. Um, like I said, it's not going to all happen overnight, yeah. but yeah. but there's funding in place. That's usually a big challenge. And, uh, you know, we've got, you know, a, a, we know what we want to put from a shelter standpoint. So there's a plan in place. We just need to execute now That's and right. just give us some time. So what else would you like to share with us? I mean, yeah, I feel like I've shared a lot, but um, but no, I mean, I'll, I'll just kind of mention. I mean, I think we're we're where we're headed is is pretty exciting. Um, you know, we've got I mentioned the Fall Line Trail, mm-hmm. and I mentioned some of the the connector trails. I think there's some. I know you had Dennis Bickmeyer on and was mm-hmm. kind of talking about Virginia Center Commons and and the sports facility up there. Uh, from a biking standpoint. I think that's going to be a very cool area. It's very close to the fall line. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunities that we've identified to help with bike connectivity up in that area. So that's very exciting. Uh, we're excited about Green City um, coming in. That, that'll be another area. It's very close. It's in very close proximity to the fall line trail. So there'll be some connectivity between Green City. Um, we're, we're actually actively working on a project with uh, there's a Scott Road. Uh, I guess it's an existing bridge. Um, it's currently closed. It's 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 a very low bridge on I ninety five. It's been hit a couple times over the last okay. few weeks, um, and there's a plan to replace that bridge with or two new bridges really. One bridge, Magellan Parkway, mm-hmm. which will be over I ninety five. It'll be a four lane road over I ninety five. So that, that's effectively going to replace the function of Scott Road. Uh, so that we're hoping to have that online in the next five years or so. Um, so that'll be exciting, but then the current alignment of where the Scott Road Bridge is, we're working on a pedestrian bridge. Mm-hmm. So this will be one of our first pedestrian bridges over the highway, um, and we're hoping to make that really cool. So we're working with the uh, the Green City team on on some cool design elements. You know, I'm an engineer, so we're very f- uh, function, yeah. you know, <laughs> and uh, kind of getting some input from architects uh, and, and getting a little bit of uh, input on them from a form standpoint. So we're hoping to have a very cool looking bridge that that provides some connectivity to the fall line for bikes and pedestrians. So, um, so yeah, so those are some of the cool things we have going on. Um, you'll see bike lanes being striped. You know, we're, we're already actively the draft. The bike plan is in draft form, but. Why wait? You know, we have roads that are getting resurfaced. Uh, there's what I call very low-hanging fruit opportunities for us to stripe out bike lanes. So, so uh, there may be some bike lanes coming to your area off of that bike plan even before we adopt the comp plan. So, so yeah, those are some things that, that we have going on. Uh, very exciting times for uh, bikes and pedestrians in Henrico County. I think we're, uh, we're hoping to make a major dent out of uh, what I'll call the needs and wants of our residents uh, over the next five, six years. Yeah, it sounds like some great projects to look forward to. And um, people are going to be excited that you're aggressively pursuing all of these different projects. Absolutely, yeah. They just need to be patient. (laughs) Well, I think people have been very patient. You know, like I said, I I think it's hard if you don't know that we're working on it. Yeah. Um, You know, I think that's usually the biggest thing with the requests is, is, you know, if you're not aware that we're working on it. So, you know, so hopefully this will help with the awareness of uh, a lot of the initiatives that we have. And, and we don't mind people reaching out to us, honestly. I mean, I think it's great to hear from our residents, how are we doing, um, you know, and help, it helps us identify needs. So everyone's our eyes and ears in the community. So um, keep the requests coming. I'm, I'm cool with that. All right. Well, 
Thanks so much for your insight. I know the people who live and work in Henrico really do appreciate everything that Public Works is doing to to make our community easier to walk in, easier to ride in, easier to drive in, yeah. and safer overall as well. So thanks so much for your hard work. All right. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Henrico Happenings. Enjoy summer's last stand, and we will see you in September. Bye. Bye.